Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride. I am broadcasting from lovely Playa Grande, Costa Rica, up in the northern area of Costa Rica in an area called Guanacaste, and it's a beach area. It's a little bit remote and uh, woodsy and and uh, actually very lovely and very hot. So today is Sunday, February 21st, 2021, so it's 2 21 21 that's the date and we are looking at a few things first of all mercury has gone direct and mercury was retrograde since january 30th and for three weeks until last night in this region of the world where mercury went direct and it is at the point in the zodiac which is 11 degrees aquarius now 11 degrees aquarius is interesting for mercury because we are at a point where um you know this is where mercury is stopped okay mercury when it when a planet stations direct okay it's not going to just turn around and move forward. Boom, that's it. And tomorrow it's going to be something else and it's going to go zip, zip, zip. It doesn't do that. So, you know, actually it doesn't move past 11 degrees till the 25th, which is midway through the week. It's Thursday. So we're going to be at 11 degrees Aquarius until Thursday. So if you have something in one of the fixed signs, 11 degrees Aquarius, Leo, Scorpio, or Taurus, you may be feeling this very strongly. Now Uranus is at seven degrees Taurus, so we're not quite there. We'll get to Uranus in a minute, Um, but we will be experiencing something else in the next several months, which is that Saturn, which is also in Aquarius, is now going to move, it's been moving forward, but it's going to move to 11 degrees Aquarius in March and at the end of the Mar- of March. So the last week of March, Saturn will come to this point. Now, the interesting thing is that Mercury is going to spend like five days or six days or so, because remember it was 11 degrees prior to turning direct from retrograde. So this is a moment. Now, What I mean by that is right now, whatever has been going on in your life in these last few days is very important to think about. Think about what happened January 15th, because on January 15th, Mercury was at 11 degrees Aquarius, then it moved forward, and then 15 days later went retrograde. And that is what we call the shadow of Mercury, okay? That means that it starts to go to the region where it is going to be retrograde and we're going to revisit. But 11 degrees Aquarius is important because 11 degrees is where Mercury has stopped. And it's going to whiz past, you know, the, the 26 degree point where it went retrograde. But it's hanging out at 11 degrees right now. And all week. And so we say it spends about a week at 11 degrees Aquarius. Now, why is that important? Because like I said, Saturn is going to come visit and sit there the week of the last week of March. Okay, so let's tie all this together. Think about what may have been going on in your life on January 15th. If you can't remember, go back through your emails, go back through your calendar, go back through whatever was, you know, where you write your 
appointments down or what was happening at that point or what emails you got or how you were responding to people at that point. And you'll go, oh yeah, that was the day I did this, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then think about any information you received, any story that started, anything that could have potentially been the beginning of a story. Because now is chapter two of that story. So something about that story is now evolving. And what then is going to happen is sometime at the end of March, you're going to revisit the story because Saturn, the planet of discipline and duty and hard work and achievement and goals and and all those good things that we like to achieve when we work hard, Saturn is going to visit 11 degrees Aquarius at the end of March for a week. So the last week of March, Saturn will be at 11 degrees Aquarius. And then it's going to come back. You know, Saturn will retrograde. It's going to pass 11 degrees. And then we're going to go into the months. And eventually, sometime in July, which is about mid-July or so, we are going to get Saturn back at 11 degrees Aquarius. (laughs) You know, around the 15th or so of July, you know, the 10th, 10th through the 16th or so, you know, that's another week of Saturn at 11 degrees Aquarius. So this is a hot degree in the Zodiac this year. And then the la- the next and final time Saturn will go over that point because it's going to go over it three times, will be the last week of December. So we have a story that started, it's literally going to go on all year. So whatever story you know, you you started back on January 15th. And of course, there's stories in the world too. There's stories in the news. Something happened around the 15th of January. Something then happened in the last few days or is happening now in the next couple of days. And then whatever that story is, is going to continue when Saturn reaches the same part of the Zodiac, the last week of March, and then the second week of July, and then the last week of December. So write these dates down. What happened January 15th? What about January 15th relates to right now? And look forward to that point in March at the end of the month when Saturn comes and visits these points that Mercury was retrograde you know, has stationed direct. Okay. So there's a story evolving and Saturn is going to drive the lesson home. So whatever you are doing right now and whatever seeds you planted January and now are going to be a very profound experience as Saturn reaches this point three times. And it's interesting because that means there's some big story and a Saturn doesn't mess around. So this isn't like, oh yeah, it's going to breeze by. I don't know what Deb's talking about. Da, 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 da. Well, maybe you can't think about what happened in January that's related to now. Maybe it doesn't make any sense to you, but there is a seed planted. There is something that's been going on for you that is going to relate to Saturn going over this. So Saturn's going to say, oh yeah, remember this? Yeah, we have a story to deal with. We have some responsibility towards this. So there you go. 
So remember that. So we'll be talking about this more as the year evolves. And so stay tuned for that. Um, meanwhile, <laughs> how was your week? How was the experience of Saturn square Uranus, which was, you know, the 17th, which I talked about last week on the podcast. And so Saturn and Uranus are extremely different planets, Saturn being structured and disciplined and dutiful and holding on. And Uranus is the one that comes in and has the breakthrough, the epiphany, the crash, the the enlightenment, the, you know, it breaks through the wall that Saturn wants to just kind of keep the status quo about, you know, let's keep that wall together. Uranus says, I don't think so. Time to let go. So in the middle of all of this, while Mercury was stationing direct the other day, we had Saturn square Uranus. And I spoke to you about that um, last week. And I said there were going to be things about this that we were um, going to be very aware of. And part of the <laughs> part of the experience of Saturn and Uranus doing this was that we had to release and let go of the old patterns and like the old ways of doing things. The old guard gets out of the way. So you've got to get the old guard out of the way. Now, I had some epiphanies in the last week um, and they had to do with the old guard. They had to do with, for me, it was an epigenetic story, okay? For you, it may not be that. It may be a, you know, a work thing. It maybe it wasn't, it has nothing to do with your family. Maybe it was a work thing. Maybe it was a project thing. Maybe, so for me, it was like, okay, well, let's talk about what happened and what why you're the way you are. But, What's interesting was that on the 17th, um, Saturn and Uranus came, came together for the first time. I mean, they were opposing each other back in 2009, 2010, but now they're in hard aspect to each other for the first time since 2009, 2010, and here we are in 2021. So 10, 11, 12 years later, we're looking at these two getting together in a hard aspect once again what happened? (laughs) It was such an intense week. You know what? I have to say the days before were really hard. I thought Monday was really hard. I thought Monday the 15th was a hard day and I just felt just not like myself. And I think other people felt the same way. I talked to other people and they were like, yeah, this was, this has been really hard. And Last week I talked about dreams and what my dreams were like, what my sleep was like, what my experience of um, self was and how I was feeling like my dreams were were completely um, scrambled within my sleep and my day. So there was this, there was a very thin veil between my sleep and my waking state, even though I was sleeping, (laughs) there was, there was this veil that 
was leaking into my day. My day, well, your day always leaks into your sleep because you're processing. But when you start having things the next day and you're going, wait a minute, I dreamt this last night. What was that? (laughs) Then things start to get very Uranian or let's put it in layman's terms, surreal. (laughs) Because that's what Uranus does. It makes things surreal. And so if you had a surreal week, yeah, no joke. It was surreal. So five planets were in Aquarius. And then lucky us, as soon as Thursday the 18th came, in the middle of the night, this region of the world, the sun moved into Pisces as it always does this time of year. Well, I swear that was like, it was like a revelation. It just, as soon as the sun left Aquarius, it was as if the tide, and no no pun intended here, the tide turned because Pisces is the ocean, Pisces is the water, you know, but as soon as the, the, as soon as the tide turned, things got different. Things were not as they had been and were not as intense. And, you know, we sort of, I don't know, I don't want to say it this way, but I, I just for the purposes of, of illustration, we sometimes take the sun for granted, not the sun in the sky because we need it and we know we need it. But in astrology, it's like, oh yeah, sun signs, there. And, and a lot of astrology teachers say, I don't teach sun sign astrology. This is how people find out about astrology in the first place, through their sun sign. So if you ever read a sun sign column and it got you curious about astrology, oh, look at that. You know, you're a Gemini or something, or you're a Leo, and you start to read about this. You know what? This is really accurate. So then you pick up a book about sun signs, and the most popular book about sun signs in historical times has been Linda Goodman's sun signs. And people read about it. Then they go online. Then they start reading about their sun sign. And they find websites. I'm a Leo. I'm a Gemini. I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, I'm supposed to get along with Sagittarius because I'm a Leo. Right. That thing. So people then, then it becomes an evolution. I start with the sun and then my significant other. Oh, wow. I'm a Leo and that person is a Capricorn. What does that mean? We're not supposed to get along. And then the doors start to open. The sun is the gateway to learning more about astrology. And that's where we all start, all of us, you know, and all of a sudden you go, wow, I have Venus and Pisces. Really? What? What? Wow. Like, what does that mean? Well, depends on who you are and where, what Venus is doing. And then it gets deeper and deeper and that's it. You're hooked. (laughs) But relationships are usually what get us into astrology in the first place. The curiosity about it, you know, why does that person tick me off? Why does my boss tick me off? Why does my uh, coworker tick me off? Why does my um, significant other turn me on? And then we start to get curious about astrology. And what, well, many of us do anyway. So the sun, getting back to the sun, we sort of take for, oh yeah, now we're in Pisces. Okay, we left Aquarius. Now we're in Pisces. Oh, so, so, so and so had a baby. Oh yeah, well, it's a Pisces. Oh, that's nice. You know, the baby's a Pisces. So you just learn, sort of leave it at that. Kids of Pisces. All right, whatever. Oh, they had a Pisces. No, 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 no. <laughs> the sun is our life force. The sun, Now I'm in a region of Costa Rica right now. That is, the sun is beating hot, strong. Okay. It is 
hot. And imagine what it's like to be sitting on the sun. It's hot, okay? And you're sitting, well, you know what it's like to go to the beach and the sun won't let up. There's no clouds. This time of year here, it's, you're not going to have a cloudy day. Oh, today's cloudy. No, because it's not rainy season. It's sunny season. It's summer. It's the dry season. And it's dry because the sun is heating up the earth and it's dry and it's hot. So when I talk about the sun, you know, you better put your sunscreen on because it's like it, when it gets together with other planets, it's heating them up. It's like, we just put all those planets in a pot and we turned up the heat. And when, and I was talking about this last week. So the sun moving this week out of Aquarius into Pisces took the heat off Aquarius. And now there's, it's like, and then there were none. Now there's four planets in Aquarius. Wow. There's going to be a point this year where only Saturn's in Aquarius, you know, um, because Jupiter's going to pop into Pisces for a brief time and it'll pop back into Aquarius again, of course, but it's, there's going to be a point where it's only just one, but there will be some representation of Aquarius in the sky all year and next year. Um, so what's going to happen now that we've got the sun in Pisces is we're going to start to feel, and we are, I just felt that shift immediately, but I'm sensitive to this stuff. It, like from Wednesday to Thursday, it changed. Now, Wednesday was the day, was the Saturn, you're in a square, Saturn being in Aquarius, and everything just felt like, oh my God, like uh, your head is spinning. You feel like you, you did drugs, but you didn't do drugs. You feel like you're on medication, but you're not on medication. You feel like you haven't slept in three days, but you've been sleeping very well every night. You're, you're just spinning. Somebody told me the other day that they are at sixes and sevens. Do you know what that means? That means we're just like, I'm at threads. I'm at threads. And they, <laughs> you know, one minute you're going to bed. The next minute you're getting up and you're, you know, this person told me they were making Toll House cookies. <laughs> one minute I'm getting ready to go to bed. I'm like taking off my clothes. I'm getting ready, fluffing the pillows, getting pulling back the covers. And then I'm like, oh. I think I'll go bake cookies. Baking cookies takes hours. You know, you got to put them all out on the, you got to mix them first. Then you got to put them out on the cookie sheet. Then you have to put them in the oven. And if you don't have two, uh, you know, oven shelves, then you've got to get your, rotate your cookie sheets, right? You know, Toll House cookies don't make one sheet of cookies. So my friend made Toll House cookies <laughs> after, um, deciding to go to bed so <laughs> could you imagine it's like I think I'll bake a cake now even though I'm in my pajamas I'm gonna get up and bake a cake this is what I mean by Saturn in Aquarius and squaring um, Uranus in in Taurus Taurus wants the dollhouse cookies <laughs> Uranus is like I think I'll stop what I'm doing and do that it's it's you're not yourself you're trying to figure out what the hell is going on and what am I doing on this planet and this planet's going to stop the world. I want to get off. And it's just, it's just been insane. And then when that square happened and it's still in effect, folks, Saturn and Uranus aren't going anywhere. They're slow planets. They are still squaring each other. It's going to be for a while. They'll square each other again exactly in June. But 
while Saturn and Uranus were squaring each other, Mercury was 11 degrees Aquarius. Yeah, so so Mercury went to 11 degrees Aquarius on the 17th, is still at 11 degrees Aquarius, and is going to be at 11 degrees Aquarius until, you know, it the 25th. So what was that? That was the 7th. That's tw- eight days. Yeah, eight days or so. We went from the 17th to the 25th. Eight, nine days. My goodness, that's a long time for Mercury to be sitting in one spot in the Zodiac. And while Mercury was driving the message home, Saturn and Uranus were talking to each other harshly. So we're all like on another stratosphere and it ain't easy and it hasn't been. And don't worry about it if your usual reliable friends are just like not their usual self. It's okay. Don't get mad. Just accept it because you aren't yourself either. We're being brought to a different place in our lives, each and every one of us. Now you could be consciously working on this. I'm consciously working on it. I'm working within a group of people who are up-leveling their lives. We're all in a coaching program together. Okay. Meanwhile, there's people who don't do those things and but they just feel like their world has been reversed and turned upside down or spinning around it's like one of those one of those instagram um you know those little effects that you can put on your picture and they just start they're like spinning around and your face is twisted and spinning that's what this has been like all week (laughs) so If you are feeling like you're just like at threads at wit's end, you're throwing your hands in the air, I can assure you, you are with everyone else. You know, when I sit here and talk about this, I I think that people don't realize just the, the level of effect that we're under. I don't think I know anyone that's just sort of going along, living their life, la di da, I'll balance my bank account. It's like, no, 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 every, there's something going on. And I have friends in Houston and they are suffering from what's going on down there. And my heart goes out to anyone who's in Texas listening to this right now because it's been really, really hard for them. And they're getting weather they don't usually get. I've been to Houston when it's really hot, you know, and it can be really hot there. So, you know, they bless their hearts. They're going through some really hard times right now. And I send love and light to them. But it's so, you know, they have no electric. Electric is ruled by Aquarius. They have no power. They have no water. They have, no, you know, and it's going on and it's going off. And the electric comes on and the electric goes off. Could you imagine, you know, wherever you are? And I have a friend in South Africa and her electric was going on and off too because it was so hot there. They had to like turn it off and the grid gets overtaxed. And so there's all these electrical stories that I keep hearing from people. And it's all Aquarian and it's all Saturn versus Uranus. Saturn being the stable one, Uranus being the crazy one, the unstable one, the one that just throws the wrench in everything. So people are trying to live their lives, Saturn, and then they wind up with some bizarre turn of events, Uranus. So if the world has been turned upside down for you, you're exactly where you should be. (laughs) 
And you're like, Deb, oh, come on. That's ridiculous. And don't fight it. Saturn wants to fight it. Saturn wants things to go back to normal. When are things going to go back to normal? And we've been talking about this for a year. Well, when things go back to normal, when things, things aren't going back to normal, it's not going to be what it was. Whenever they say the new normal, or as the strokes say, the new abnormal, <laughs> that this is like, this is for real, folks. We're not, we're not going to be back where we were say a year and a half ago. It's not going to happen. Remnants of it, parts of it, yes, but things are different. Look, one of the things, one of the reasons I'm in Playa Grande in February is because everything, we came here, everything's so cheap. Everything is, there should be zillions of tourists everywhere. There should be tourists all over the beach. The beach is empty. This is not Costa Rica in February at the beach. There shouldn't be like an empty beach in February in Costa Rica. That's not the way things normally are. The tourists come here to get away from the snow up north. So I'm here, we're all here, and we're just sitting there, and we have the places to ourselves. It's quiet. The, the, you know, some of the shops are closed on Sundays and stuff because they, there's no tourists walking around Tamarindo. So we are in a very strange time. And again, oh God, don't say that again, Deb. We're in the great unknown. Yeah, the only way to do it, the only way to get through the unknown is to like just let it go and meditate because that's going to get you through this unknown time. So Saturn and Uranus is going to make you get up in the middle of the night and make cookies or get up in the middle of the night. I think I want a smoothie. And, you know, I, I made a coconut smoothie once in the middle of the night last week. I had some delicious coconut from the farmer's market and I threw it together in the blender and made a smoothie. And I'm like, hmm, I think I'll go for that at four o'clock in the morning. You know, this is the way things are. We're just, and you know, it's going to level off. But what's happening is, imagine you're in the spin cycle of your washer. You, you've just been put through the spin cycle. So when you, it's like, oh, it's time to wash the clothes. Let's throw the clothes in. They've got stains, whatever. Yeah, that was last year. Deciding to wash the clothes was last year. Now this year is we're in the spin cycle. And then eventually we're going to go into the dryer. <laughs> and what's happening is it feels within our reach, within our control, and then not. And so you have to check in with your gut and your heart and see where you're at and, and not try to force anything right now. Don't even try to force something right now. Because if you try to force something, you're just going to get slapped back. Um, you know, it's like, it's just, it, you're just going to get slapped back like by the wind. Like you don't spit in the wind, right? Because it comes right back in your face. So don't force it. Don't force it because you're going to get it right back in your face again. And you're going to be right back where you were, especially since Mercury just went direct and is going to sit at the same degree for nine days. That Saturn is going to visit three times. So this is an important, important moment write it down, journal about it, see how you're feeling, check in with yourself because you have to right now. We're, this is a turning point. And even if the world feels like it's being turned upside down, that's okay. 
it's okay because it's going to make sense at some point and we'll all, you know, say, hey, remember when it was like this? You know, we had to have a, a, a moment where we go from last year and we accept what happened last year and we're all in shock from last year to the transition to the new. People think, oh, we're like, we're in the transition. Yeah, you're in the transition last year, but we're really in the transition now. So things seem weird, upside down, off the wall, and, you know, you just don't know what to expect. So you just say, all right, I'm just going to live with it. I'm going to live with it. Don't try so hard. Don't try so hard. Don't force it. Don't be insistent. It's not going to get you anywhere. It's not. So... Okay, what are we doing this week? What are we looking at this week? We are looking at uh, the full moon on the 27th, which is going to be eight, almost nine degrees of Virgo, where the sun will be in Pisces. So if you're a Virgo Pisces person or a Pisces or a Virgo, you're going to get the full moon. And so that's, that's going to be an interesting thing. Um, remember there was a new moon on the 11th and that was very important because there were six planets in Aquarius. Now we've shifted. We're out of Aquarius. We're moving into Virgo and Pisces. So this is more mutable, more flexible. We're going to be a little more relaxed about this. The full moon on the 27th. In the meantime, the other thing that's going to happen is that Mars on the 24th is going to speak sweetly to Pluto. And that's good because they're, they're friends. Um, so if you have things amp- that you're ambitious about, that you're excited about, that you like to do, Mars and Pluto are going to help you do them. So pay attention to that. That's, that's actually very good. Um, and let's see, we are in a... Um, a period of where the, as I, as I speak, the moon is in cancer and it's going to be in cancer till Tuesday and it will be going void Tuesday night late. So don't worry about it in this region of the world anyway, like close to midnight. And then, um, it's going to go into Leo in the morning on Wednesday. It'll be in Leo, uh, let's see. Thursday, Friday, void at Friday morning, Eastern time, 6.30 a.m., 6.32. And then at noon, it will enter Virgo. And then it'll be in Virgo when we have the full moon on Saturday. Very nice. But that full moon, you'll probably see it Friday night and Saturday night because there's, you know, it's going to be 3.17 a.m. Eastern time. And then Sunday, you know, the moon will be void morning till mid-afternoon to 17 p.m. Eastern time when it goes into Libra. Venus is going into Pisces on Thursday the 25th. Now, what does that mean? That means one more planet is leaving Aquarius. So now, on the new moon, we had Sun, Moon, Venus, Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn, all in Pisces. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aquarius, Aquarius. We had it all in Aquarius, six planets in Aquarius. Now the sun has moved out. And then there were four um, because the moon only stayed there two days. So now on Thursday, Venus will leave Aquarius and leave behind Pisces, uh, leave, leave Aquarius behind 
for Pisces. So the sun and Venus will be in Pisces and that's very nice. And Venus is exalted in Pisces. She likes to be in Pisces. So this is very good, but it's also good for us because we have less planets clustered together in, in a region of the Zodiac that is like, you know, psychedelic and surrealistic. So Saturn, Jupiter, who are going to be together all year on and off, um, are going to connect with, are, they're still connecting with Mercury because Mercury is sort of in between Saturn and Jupiter right now. And that's it. Once Thursday comes, they're going to, Venus will move out. So then we have three planets in Aquarius. So, so the weirdness and the bizarreness and the upside down world is going to shift as of Thursday. So we're going to get less and less. Now we're going to have three planets in Aquarius for a while. Okay, we're not going to have, Mercury's not leaving tomorrow, Mercury's not leaving till March, so it's going to be, you know, a while before Mercury leaves and goes into, and you're like, Deb, March is next week, yeah, <laughs> about that, March is next week, um, and we are, we're looking at um, things where we're not going to be experiencing this level of intensity, but Saturn and Uranus are not going to let us forget this. So may I remind you again that, um, you know, we're, we're at 11 degrees Aquarius with Mercury. We're going to have this vision of something, something going on in our lives that started January 15th, continues this week, has been on and off as all, you know, now this week, and then going to happen again at the end of March. And then, um, again, we're going to have some revisit of this. And then we're going to have another revisit in July and then at the end of the year. So pay attention. Please pay attention and see what's going on for you. And Mercury will stay in Aquarius till the Ides of March, which is the 15th. And that's about it. So what, what do you need to do this week? Pay attention. Think analyze, write it down. What story is going on for you? What is the story? And you know what? Sit down and, and just write what comes stream of consciousness. Something, something fruitful will come out of that and be with it and see how your life is changing. This, there should be some revelation, some information that you're going to get about how your life is changing and good luck with that. And good luck to everyone with this because it's very, very important. So I would not pass it by take this opportunity to look at your life and pay attention. I thank you for listening. This is Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer podcast. And if you'd like a session with me, you just contact me, goldenastrologer.com, book online. And if you'd like to see more about astrology from me, tune into my Instagram, the Golden Astrologer, and my Twitter, which is at Deb Astrology and my blog, which is on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. I thank you for listening. Much gratitude to all of you and love to hear your thoughts and have a beautiful astrology week. Gratitude.